if you wanted to name some form players in women's cricket, you could do a lot worse than naming the top order of the Northern Superchargers in 2022. Find out what I mean with this squad preview. Welcome to the 100 Club. My name is Tom and I'm joined again by Rich as we start our series of previews for the women's competition and starting today with the Northern Superchargers. Uh, if you're new here, welcome. It's lovely to see you. If you like what we do and want to see some more of it, then do hit the subscribe button uh, and the like button too, if you like it. And we'll uh, we'll be going through all of these teams over the next couple of days. Rich, how you doing? Very well, Tom. Uh, the 100 men's tournament has just started. Um, the first night wasn't so great, but we've just seen a belter with the uh, spirit narrowly beating the Invincible. So excited to see more. Yeah, more of the latter, please. It was night and day uh, compared to yesterday. Uh, and the Welsh Fire appeared to be a team in turmoil after less than uh, less than a couple of hours of cricket. But we'll see. We'll see. Let's not talk <laughs> yeah. about them right now. Let's talk about the women. Uh, and Indeed. I thought we'd start with a really interesting squad, I think, in, uh, in the Northern Superchargers. So uh, let's get the squad up on the screen there. And uh, tell me what you think uh, of the Northern Superchargers in 2022. I think they look pretty strong, don't they? They've uh, they were reasonable side last year. Uh, didn't make the eliminators, but I think we were competitive in most of the games they played. And they've added uh, the Australian opener, Alyssa Healy, who is sort of one of the, the best T20 batters in the world in that format. And I think she sort of strengthens the side. They have lost uh, Lauren Winfield Hill, their I say I suppose ex England opener now, who's moved to Oval Invincibles. But otherwise, I think they should be pretty competitive. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So sixth in the group stages last year, they won three. I think they came out of the came out in the beginning stage of the tournament pretty strongly with uh, Jemima Rodriguez uh, starting on fire almost and, and hit two hundred forty nine runs in the tournament overall and the highest score of ninety two, and and she's returning. And we think that maybe opening with Alyssa Healy would be a great opening partnership. Yeah. Yeah, although Laura Wolvart did open a few times in the recent tour of South Africa to England, so perhaps it'll be Wolvart and Healy with Rodrigues coming in at three. Rodrigues has managed to get herself back into the India side, having been in and out over the last sort of 12 months. Um, she scored a 50 yesterday in the Commonwealth Games against Barbados. So, uh, you know, she's bringing a bit of form into it. So I, I think it would probably be Healy and Wolvart personally with Rodrigues at three, but I think they're fairly interchangeable. Yeah, and it, as I said in my opener, this is this is some form uh, at the top of the order here. And Laura Volfart, perhaps the best form of all of them. I mean, Alyssa Healy hit two centuries against England in the recent series against uh, Australia versus England uh, in the ODI format. And then Laura Volfart just seems to be scoring runs for fun. I mean, at the moment, uh, I don't think there's a, a better batter in the white ball format. You, am I am I am I over pitching it there? Do you think? No, no, I think that's fair enough. I think it was a very difficult tour in a sense because you know the South Africans had Lizelle Lee retiring early on in that tour, uh, so she also wasn't part of the side. Also, uh, um, Danavan Nikak was missing through injury, so Volvart had a lot of responsibility at the top of the order there, and she did look sort of a cut and above uh, the rest of that batting lineup. Um, yeah technical quality and also the power that you need in the shorter formats uh, and Indeed. clearly the, the number four we've got there Alice Davidson Richard was also involved um, in the games against South Africa and hit a century as well so again no no real drop off there for me at four exactly yeah uh, a, a fantastic all-rounder getting uh, England recognition well deserved 
Yeah, absolutely. And had a really decent time of it overall in um, in the 2021 competition. All of those, you know, Lesser, Lesser Healy coming over for the first time. But, they, you know, they've all shown a bit in this format. So I think they'll be happy. And then in the middle, middle order there, we've got a bit of experience in Bess Heath and, and Jenny Gunn, who's, you know, who's done it all at this in the England game. Uh, and we'll be hoping to repeat it for the Northern Superchargers, yeah? Indeed. And I'm interested to see a little bit what happens in the bowling attack, uh, yeah. particularly around players who've done very well in the Charlotte Edwards Trophy earlier this summer. Of course, that's the women's 20-over competition that takes place uh, May-June time. Kalea Moore, in particular, who you've got down on the list there, batting number eight, uh, she was absolutely miserly in that competition. She went for just 4.85 runs per over, nice. uh, whereas Katie and Katie Levick was the leading wicket-taker again uh, with... Uh, I think it was 14 wickets across it, uh, averaging just nine in that competition. So, uh, yeah, she'll be looking to take that short format form into uh, into the 100. And she was pretty impressive last year as well. So, Yeah, I think Callie Moore has uh, got herself into the England A squad set up now. So, you know, pushing for that. And, um, you know, there's there's a decent mix there, but perhaps not the star names that you might expect from some of the other lineups in the bowling attack. Although, clearly... Um, you know, as you said, Alice Davison Richards is going to bowl a bit as well, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that's one of the areas of potential. I don't necessarily think a weakness, but just relative to other teams. If you look at most of the other squads, at least one of their three overseas is either a dedicated bowler or an all rounder. And the Superchargers have gone for three batters. I guess you could say Healy's a wicketkeeper batter, but they've gone for three batters in their overseas uh, who will play. I mean, Heather Graham will be the backup, I think, uh, judging by the. The sort of the uh, relative reputations. So it's going to be a wholly domestic bowling lineup. Will they have enough to hold back some of the stronger batters? Uh, that will be the, the, the key question mark. Yeah, uh, Heather Graham's an interesting case. Played for the Trent Rockets last year. Uh, did really quite well, you know, took some wickets, got some runs. Uh, but as you say, probably is looking to miss out against the other three. They can only play three overseas players on a match day squad, but it's good, good depth and good quality there. Um, and indeed, you know, you know, you wouldn't be surprised to see Lucy Hyam also and, and Beth Langston, not Bath Langston, which I've put there for some reason, <laughs> getting some good game time as well. Um, indeed. Oh, Overall, then, um, is this a squad that's improved over 2021? And how do you see it faring in, in the competition? Well, I think that on, overall, they're slightly improved. I think Alyssa Healy is an upgrade on Lauren Winfield Hill. Uh, but otherwise, have they done enough to substantially improve their chances above that sixth finish last time? I suppose you could say if the top three fire all at once, then that will get them to very competitive totals. Yeah. But if you're the opposition and you look at that and you think, if we get them two wickets down early, you're going to think you're in a very strong position to win the game. And likewise, if they're bowling first, can they do enough with that domestic lineup of bowlers to hold teams down to titles, uh, to targets that uh, they'll be able to chase down? Again, so dependent on that top three or top four, if you can include Alice Davis and Richards as well in that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd absolutely agree with that. I think it hangs a lot on that opening three or four batters. Uh, that's where the uh, they'll make or break. And I think very much like the Northern Superchargers men, I'm afraid, uh, they'll probably win a few, but may not make the uh, the eliminator stages. But they may prove me wrong, of course. This is a this is a very touch and go uh, 
format. Okay, Rich, that was a quick preview of the Northern Superchargers women. Uh, and they'll be starting with all the women's games. I think they start next Thursday. Uh, so we're looking forward to that on the conclusion of the uh, Commonwealth Games. If you've got any thoughts uh, at home on the Northern Superchargers women's squad, do let us know in the comments down below. Uh, and uh, we'd love to hear whether you think uh, we've got that squad lineup quite right. And if you think we've undersold their chances in 2022. We'll be back soon. Yeah, Rich? Absolutely. Seven more to go. Let's go. Okay, catch you then. Mm -hmm.